So not too long ago, I held this workshop at WPPI where I gave my top 30 creative strategies to get photography clients as fast as possible without paid ads. And it killed it. It sold out. It was incredible. I've been sitting on it for a little while and I've decided to bring it back, to bring it back and to give it directly to you. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to pay anything either. I just want to help you grow your business each day for three days. I'm going to share with you 10 ultra unique creative ways to attract dream clients to your photography business without spending a bunch of money. I'm calling this thing the three day client blitz and it is pure gold for three days. I'm going to give you so many creative ideas to get clients in your business right now. Just go to sixfigurephotography.com forward slash blitz six S I X six figure your photography.com forward slash blitz b l i t z i can't wait to give you some incredible ideas you're listening to the six figure photography podcast where we teach you how to grow your photography business if you need the show notes or want to check out the latest blog posts check out sixfigurephotography.com now here's your host ben hartley Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 31 of the Six Figure Photography Podcast. My name is Ben Hartley with Stalin Street Creative in Six Figure Photography, and today we've got Benjamin Turner, and he's going to be talking about something that I know has so much value for you guys. I know this because it's a really important element to acquiring new clients for my own studio. Now, this is not something that is super sexy to talk about, and yet... Benjamin, he does such a good job at making this interesting and practical for everyone out there. Uh, I'm talking about SEO, you guys. Before we jump into the interview, I want to remind you guys of the entire goal, the entire purpose of the SFB podcast. Look, abundance is found in understanding your own self-worth and providing value to every single person that you encounter. That's why this podcast exists. I want to help you guys grow your business. That's really the goal. So thank you so much for hanging out. I just want to say too, I so appreciate you guys. Apart from the podcast, I do daily uh, Facebook live videos over at Six Figure Photography on Facebook. And man, the amount of interaction, the, the amount of time that you guys spend showing up and, and the feedback that I get and, and actually being able to interact with you guys in that way, I get to see it so much more. Every time that you email me to you guys, I read each email and I respond. And so I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for, uh, for supporting us, for listening every day. Um, it's just, I, I wouldn't be doing it without you guys. So anyhow, uh, enough about enough about you guys. <laughs> All right, enough about this. Let's jump in uh, right now, and we're gonna hop over to the conversation with Benjamin Turner and see how SEO can help grow your business. Ben, welcome to the Six Figure Photography Podcast. Uh, this is, I'm pretty sure, the my first time interviewing another Ben, and I'm, I I love saying <laughs> my name. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of excited about this, Ben. Absolutely, me too. Yeah, um, I think it was the first time for me too to be interviewed by someone named Ben. So, let's do it. Fair enough. Hey, man, where where are you? Where are you coming from? Where are you at? I'm just north of Dallas in uh, Frisco, Texas, and um, yeah, we're uh, it's about um, yeah we're about uh, about about an hour and a half uh, north of 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 Dallas proper. Uh, but um, yeah, we're, we're we're pretty much considered the metroplex. It's such a big area, so I would say Dallas. Nice. Awesome, man. So we're, I mean, we're going to be jumping right in here because I think that this is going to be one of those podcast episodes that's going to have, um, 
just a lot to it. I mean, we're going to be talking about stuff here that, uh, that honestly, I don't get the opportunity to talk about very much. SEO. Um, so for those of you who don't know, uh, Ben, how about, you, uh, how about you spell it out? SEO, what's that stand for? Absolutely. So of course, it stands for uh, search engine optimization, and it's the the practice of manipulating your website and your web presence and everything that you uh, that you're doing offline into the online to where Google sees you as an authority, uh, to where you would be able to to rank uh, in in the uh, when someone does a Google search for something that you're providing. Nice. So let's start right there because you just used a really specific word. You said it's it's the practice of manipulating. And I want to stop there for a second. I know you're already like, shoot. Um, because I think as when I look at the photography community at large, I see so many photographers talking about uh, in terms of how they find their clients. It's all word of mouth. It's all a client experience. It's all um you know, I guess just all that, right? The care and, and, uh, and again, I just, I keep going back to word of mouth. I swear, man, every single time I talk to a photographer, all they want to tell me is I just use word of mouth. Okay. So just so we're clear, man, um, I have a really effective SEO campaign going. And so I'm on your side, but I think that there might be uh, some negative, you know, like a little bit of a bitter taste in people's mouth when they think about SEO because, they might think of it disingenuine. What are your thoughts? Even as you said the word, you know, manipulating the way that Google sees your your homepage. What are your thoughts on that? Well, the in the terms of manipulation, uh, it's more on the on the technical side. And essentially, what we want to show Google and is the is, are those relationships? Are those those referrals? Those word of mouth? Those type of things with other vendors and things like that? So you, you know, the photographers are doing a lot of work, a lot of effort to uh, to to manipulate. Uh, you know, or to go out there and, and network with other people, and and they're manipulating relationships by giving them you know whatever they need to do. It's just kind of a human nature. So what we're doing is we're taking that that interaction and that way that um, that photographers get business and we're replicating it basically or at least having it show through your website and your web presence, social media and and all the other channels to 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 show it to Google in a way that it says, okay, you know, this this is a legitimate uh, a legitimate photographer. This is a legitimate business and they are going to be one of the the best uh, resources because you know, Google makes their money off of having the best websites shown up on page one for, mm-hmm. for whatever the user intent is. So half of that is, is discovering user intent uh, during a search, but then also is finding the best results. And the, the way that uh, you know, Google calculates uh, those results to, who, to who's the best authority, who's the best, is going to be by, by observing those online relationships, by the links, by the social signals, uh, and then also by how technically sound and how, how well your site is set up. Um, and that's, so that's, that's one part of it too. And, and the other part too, and you mentioned referrals and you mentioned that, you know, photographers live and die by that. And it's true. And that's still the case. And I never suggest that a photographer go completely SEO mm-hmm. and, 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 and do that because it's, it's really just meant to enhance it and to, um, project that, uh, that offline work that you're doing. Um, and so what, what I'm another part of SEO that a lot of people overlook is, is the branded search. So let's say you're a wedding photographer and you're at a bridal show and you meet, you meet a bride and you say, Hey, I'm Sue Smith photography or whatever. And that bride has probably met 10 other, 12 other photographers and 15 other venues and whatever. They may have your business card or not. So they're going to go back and they're going to Google Sue Smith photography. 
And a part of SEO is controlling what that looks like. What do your reviews look like? How many sp- places on page one, because there's 10 spots on page one, how many of them are your properties or are you, are your, um, you know, that show you and your work, uh, on that? I mean, the knot, the wedding wire, all this stuff. And then the Facebook and, and, you know, the Google plus profile, maybe a, a Pinterest profile. So manipulating and controlling that as well, because that's part of search engine optimization because you want when a bride searches you or a client searches you to, to maybe hire you, that your best foot is forward on a branded search. Yeah, man, you answered this question really, really well. I, I super commend you. I mean, I think the two big points that you made that I have to restate is, is number one, we are always influencing. No matter what we do, if we smile at a person as we walk down the street or, or even at, before we ask, you know, uh, I would like extra mashed potatoes, please, you know, <laughs> for whatever it may be, yep. even just the word please, like we're always influencing. And I think that's something that uh, it's it's easy to kind of like uh, – make out to be a negative thing or to incriminate. Uh, and yet it's, it's also silly to go down that path. And the other thing that you brought up is the fact that, man, like people are searching you and something is going to turn up, right? So there's going to be some sort of result that Google will give them. And so what can we do to try to help put our best foot forward and make sure that what Google is returning, uh, is is helpful to that person, right? Um, so I think that it's, that's incredibly valid, man. I, I had to start off kind of down that that tough track because I think those are a couple hurdles uh, to to get over. I, I got another question in regards to to social media. Um, how I, I think a lot of photographers too are are depending on yes, word of mouth and referrals, but then their next go to is to just stay in the social. Uh, you know, space. And again, I know that social media is is just the internet pretty much um, anymore. But, you know, when we're talking about, um, you know, Facebook and Pinterest and Instagram and Snapchat, how do those um, platforms play into SEO, if at all? Absolutely. And, and they do. Uh, so John Mueller, who's uh, one of the spokespersons for Google, has stated on multiple occasions that uh, social signals by you know mm-hmm. someone like liking your your website on Facebook is is not a ranking factor. Now the, he says that, but we don't as a <laughs> usually the SEO community necessarily believe that. But <laughs> um, it, it what it what, what it does do is you know if when someone mentions you in a social um, arena, it, it it generally can lead to a a link or a click over to your website. And then you have the web traffic, and then you have the uh, you have a, a whole presence. Now, typically, someone is logged into Google or have a Google account. Also, they're logged into Facebook and maybe Instagram or or something like that, maybe on their phone or, or on their desktop. And when you know Google has started to to really look more toward um, user experience on your website, and so when you get traffic to your website and Google sees you uh, someone click through your site and maybe they just go to the home page and, and and then they leave and they go somewhere else that Google looks at that as a as maybe a signal that that's a that's a, a low a poor user experience because they didn't stay on that much on the website that long so a, a part of of what social can do is bring qualified people to your website to a right spot on your website that allows them to fully vet out and, and travel throughout your entire website, which gives Google a, a signal that, hey, this is a this is a good quality experience because the people that are on the website are spending a significant amount of time there. And it, it becomes a, um, you know, it, it becomes a signal that to rank you better. Nice. So it's a it's a companion. It's not an either or social does not replace SEO, um, but it, it's an aid. 
Right. It, it definitely, it definitely contributes. And, um, you know, and it's, it's always, you know, it's always a good thing to, you know, to get more traffic to your site. Cause that's really what SEO's goal is to anyway, is to get more traffic to your site. Yeah. Okay. So I've got a feeling that there is about 99% of the photographers who are listening right now and they're driving or they're sitting at work or they're editing pictures or whatever it may be. And they're thinking to themselves, I'm, I'm about to check out like SEO. This is not my gig. I'm going to show up and take pictures, love my clients well, you know, do, do the work. Um, but like SEO is just not in my skill set. Uh, and so is first off, my question is, is that is that true? Are there things that we can do simply as photographers without completely um, overbearing ourselves that um, allow us to kind of take some part of SEO uh, into our own hands? Absolutely. Uh, you know, there's, I mean, other than, you know, there's the thing we talked about before where you can control your own site and, and things like that, um, control your, your branded search. Um, and one of the ways to keep people engaged is, is to tell a story. And let me, let me tell a story about my, my wife uh, and her website, cause she's a photographer and how we kind of used SEO in the, in this, in this way that, that was not to, um, it, it, it ended up being more referral based and more networking, but we used it to, uh, to kind of double down with the SEO portion. It's something that anybody can do. Uh, and I highly suggest, and, uh, we, we were in Hawaii for about nine years and she was a wedding photographer and we, we moved in 2013 to, to Dallas and we didn't know anyone here. We didn't, we didn't have any referrals. We didn't know any vendors or anything like that. So, uh, I, as an SEO and, um, as a, as an analyst, I, we, we looked at the term Dallas wedding photographer and determined that it would take about, uh, 10 to, to 18, maybe even 24 months to successfully rank at that. And, and that's another part too, is, is we, we see a lot of photographers, uh, are in what's called a saturated market. And unless you're in the, you know, the, the, the middle of Missouri in small town, you probably have to actually put some effort into to SEO. So it's a little bit difficult. So uh, I would say that probably 90% of your audience is in what, what we call a saturated market, uh, because you can't throw a rock and not hit five photographers anywhere you go. Yeah. Um, so what we did was we, we were like, okay, well, what's, what's, um, what can we do? We're not going to try to rank for Dallas wedding photographer. We, we can't sit around our thumbs and wait for, uh, 18 months to two years before we can actually rank for that particular keyword. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so we, we went over to, uh, and we did a little bit of analysis and we found, we went to Google trends. So google.com slash trends. And we looked up the term wedding photographer and you could see over uh, a 12 year period, how many searches per month for wedding photographers and just, what you just see just wedding it, photographer in general, just wedding photographer in general. And it kind of gives you a pulse, um, of the, of the industry and kind of just overall searches. It's not necessarily a very specific guidepost to say that, Hey, you know, this, you know, Dallas wedding photographer, or this, or, you know, a specific term, but just in general, if people are searching on the web for wedding photographers and if it's going up or down, and that's what's trends instead of, you know, actual data. So what you see, if you, if you go to Google Trends and type in wedding photographers, you see it going down and down and down. And it's, it's significantly lower now than it, than it was back in 2004 when they started tracking this stuff. 
But if you type in other wedding commodities like wedding venues, uh, wedding um, shoes, wedding dresses, wedding cakes, things that are, that are less of a personal relationship, what you see is it's going up and up and up. So what's happened over time is brides have tend to search more and more for wedding venues. In fact, wedding venues are the most uh, searched thing that a bride searches for. They're going to search for it first. They're going to spend the most money on it. So we're like, hmm, how can we how can we use SEO to to benefit this with us? So what we did was we went and interviewed uh, a handful of 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 uh, venues, ones that had a price point that matched what we wanted. And all we did was interview them. Uh, we came up with we asked questions that brides would ask. How many seats do you uh, or how many guests can you accommodate? How far in advance do you have to book? Um, what was your favorite wedding of 2012? You know, back at the time. Um, and they we recorded it and we had a whole we had like a, a 1500 word blog post written in their own language. We didn't even have to write. We took some pictures and we went back and we posted it and we titled it correctly, tagged it. Um, and, and I have a, I have a guide that I can give away that how to do this exactly the same thing. Um, and we started ranking when a bride searched for red barn wedding venue, we showed up on page one for that result. And, and within six months, we, we did this about 10 times within six months. She had gotten so many inquiries from brides that were already getting married at these venues and they were reaching out to, to hire us because they, we had this relationship. We had this, um, uh, this, um, we, they could see that we had, we had shot there. They see, they see we were an authority on it. Google saw us as an authority because we were answering questions, these same questions that brides were asking. And, and, you know, they put us on page one and not, there's not a lot of people that are doing this. This is such a, um, obscure thing. Um, and what's, what's happened also is that relationship that we built with that wedding venue owner or, um, coordinator or whoever we met with, it became a real relationship. It became, you know, p- potential for we've gotten plenty of referrals directly from that. But it shows that you're a real person uh, as a photographer, and it gets you out from behind your computer and gets you in front of people and and do that networking with a SEO. With the SEO was was the guider with behind that. That's what drove us to get out and do that was to to get to know the community, get to know the the, the actual you know the, the local wedding photography community, and give um, what a lot of photographers you know kind of overlook is you have this amazing commodity that that a lot of other vendors that you're that you're come in contact with don't have mm-hmm. and that's the ability to make amazing images which work which are you know and you can give those away to people to other vendors and you can create this relationship that uh, we, we you know we, we've heard of the um, neurolinguistic programming the law of reciprocity that if you if someone gives you something you feel obligated to give something back and so those images get used on the web and become links those images get used on their social media channels and become you get hashtagged and and um, and and called out as providing those images and all you're doing is giving to them for free you're giving them uh, that and plus you're giving your clients uh, some um, some actual authority and some actual information about, um, about some of the other vendors that you've come in contact with. Nice. I really like this. This is something that we've kind of discussed in the past in regards to actually getting out, partnering with venues, um, being able to provide value up front and give and, and, uh, provide imagery. Um, but I love the, the extra step of then taking that content and then leveraging, uh, leveraging the SEO aspect and and just the immense power that that comes. And so I'm excited, man. I, I, will we be able to get that link down in the show notes for people to take a look at that guide? 
Absolutely. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll put up a special link. Um, and, uh, over in, and it'll, it'll be, uh, I'll put it at, I haven't, I don't have it live right now, but uh, it's over at turnerwebservices.com uh, forward slash uh, six figure and it'll either the number six or spelt out. It's cool. We'll put it down the show notes once it, once it's live. So awesome, man. Okay. So, so on the same topic of, of creating imagery, leveraging it uh, for SEO, for venues, what about, um, kind of in a similar vein, blogging, blogging full weddings, right? Like, uh, I think this is something that a lot of photographers are doing. They're blogging weddings, but I don't think they're capitalizing on it. I don't think that they're leveraging it, uh, to, to the, to the extent that they can. And so what are some ways that as we're out kind of blogging about these weddings that we can really, uh, put this into hyperdrive and, and make it work for us much more, uh, much better. Oh, that's a great question. I feel like you've teed up something. <laughs> so I, I'm actually putting together a um, a, a blog post and, and so a free resource here, that, and I'm putting together this uh, for you. But uh, what it is, um, it's how to get 13 blog posts out of one wedding. Hmm. And you have your normal wedding that has the feature blog post where you have like, here's the bride and here's the groom and here's the pictures and this is the reception and all that fun stuff. Um, and, and that's, that's going to be one post and that's going to be very helpful. And, and in that vein and, and, and specific speaking to that particular post, uh, it really needs to be focused on the venue. Like we talked about before, uh, where we went and featured these venues, but, um, to the point where you're, you think about that blog post and you're writing that blog post and, and most, most, most of the time it, the, the, the thought is, okay, I'm writing that for the bride and groom. But really, if you think about it, what you're writing that who you're writing that blog to is to the bride or the groom that hasn't hired you yet Mm -hmm. or to the client that hasn't hired you yet. So you want to give. Yeah, prospects. So you want to give information uh, that that shows, you know, obviously the quality of your work and the images and and that's fine. Um, But then also about that location, about the other vendors that you that you were uh, involved with. Uh, about the other people that went into that uh, to that shoot, whether it be a styled shoot or a family shoot or a newborn or whatever it is, you know, there's there's a lot going on there, um, and so you you want to provide the value to to them um, because when people are searching for photography or for an event for a reason that they need photography, a photographer, they're not always thinking, oh, I need to hire a photographer. They're looking for, in the case of a newborn, um, let's feature doulas and midwives. So they're maybe looking for a doula and midwife. Well. If you if you photograph a birth session or something like that, feature that doula. You know, go an extra step and put some extra information about that individual, and or the business that you're associating with, and you can rank for that term for that individual. When someone Google's, you know, X Y Z midwife, you can be on page one and interview with photos of. And the way that you title, the way that you tag, the way that you alt text, the way that you link out to and and get links to a certain blog post. All can and, and it's it's all considered. We consider low hanging fruit. It's super easy to rank for these kind of things because that's what Google's thirsty for. And there's just not a lot of content out there. And these other small businesses that you're working with and come in contact with, they need um, you know they need <laughs> the other resources, other people to blog about them and to give opinions and you know to give show proof that uh, that they work and that they've done work together. And and you have these images, you have these experiences. And if you capture that into a blog and then um, and then SEO it, and then it, it can become uh, a highly um, trafficked uh, page on your website that, you know, just because of all the uh, all the other people that are looking for it. And they, they stumble across it 
And they say, oh, you know what, I'm, I, maybe I do need a photographer or, you know, this is a great photographer. And I, maybe, I, maybe they never considered hiring a photographer. Yeah. Okay. So let's, let's go back again, because again, I, I'm just thinking about the photographer. I'm thinking about if I was listening to this four years ago when I had, had really started out, um, the kind of pushback that I would be thinking in my brain, because I, let's say that I do, I, I do shoot um, a wedding and I create 13 different blog posts and I highlight, you know, the venue and I highlight the different specialists at each one. I still then am faced with with what's important for ranking, what actually matters. And I know that it's kind of tricky that that, that I know is like there's a billion things that matter uh, and it is kind of daunting. But could we maybe talk, Ben, about like three very practical things that as a photographer you should bare minimum be kind of addressing, right? Um, and uh, that, that everyone can be doing and just, just have in the back of their heads as they're putting a post out. What are maybe three things that that they should be doing absolutely uh so one of the first things and it's kind of a kind of a biggie uh is that your site needs to be crawlable by google so if google is not even you can post a blog post and you can push it on social and it can be all there but if you have a bunch of technical issues with your site that, that google deems technical issues and you don't have, and you have some of these errors, and uh, you know, and you're not registered with Google, and and you don't have a Google My Business account or analytics or Search Console, uh, then you know Google's not going to to crawl you and even find that content. Uh, so there's some, and, and maybe I can break this into a subset of three things to to get to that point. Uh, one of which is to set up a Google My Business, Google Analytics, and a Google Search Console account, and that's all free. It doesn't cost anything. It probably takes about maybe 30 minutes to an hour to set up and completely get it going. And there's tons of resources. Uh, we have tons of resources on our website. They walk you through step-by-step -step how to do it uh, and get that going. That lets Google know that you exist, that your site's there. Also, that also gives Google an opportunity to point out any technical issues that you have with your site. Um, now, from you know, the, some of the, one of the biggest mistakes that we see as far as technical issues with the site is going to be paying attention to your page title, your meta description, and the words that you have written actually on the pages of your of your site. I'm not, I'm not talking about the blog post. I'm talking mainly about the, the main pages, the home page, the about page, the investment page, and all those all those individual pages you have. So what you're looking for, and I'm gonna kind of rattle this off, and people can and we can put this in the show notes here. But um, page titles need to be between 30 and 65 characters in length. They need to be title case. They need to include your target keyword, uh, and then also include your business name, and then also have some sort of short descriptor of the individual page. Uh, a meta description needs to be between 70 and 156 characters. It needs to include your target keyword, your business name. It needs to be sentence case, and it needs to also describe the page. Um, every single page on your website needs a unique page title and a unique meta description. Dude, take a breath. Jeez. I know, right? <laughs> There's so many things. Right, so you can you can play this back in iTunes on on half speed. So yeah, you can, right. Yeah, just kidding. Um, so the other thing is, you know, every page on your website needs to have that those elements, but then also they need to be congruent with each other, and then also needs to be congruent with the copy on the page. So you need to have, for an example, a, a well optimized homepage will have your target keyword like Los Angeles wedding photographer, and then your business name. Sue Smith photography, and then something like home or, or something like that. And then your, your, your meta description, uh, you know, LA wedding photographer, Sue Smith is, uh, provides natural light photos for couples in love and blah, 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 whatever you want to put. Um, 
and and then your H1. So you're actually the the, the the one of the main text on your homepage, and preferably above the fold, which means it's one of the first things that that people see, is you need to have written on there your location and what you provide, like LA wedding photographer. So having that text, having it uh, on the page, having it on the page title and on the meta description and on the page is that that kind of that trifecta of of that is you, Google cannot ignore to, to consider you as that. And also as a user experience, people see that and they need, they need to know where you're located. I'd, I'd say probably 80% of the websites that, that I look at and, and of our clients, they don't have their where they're at and what they provide written on their homepage. And it, it seems kind of simple. Um, and I know that photographers tend to, uh, to think, um, well, I, j- I'm, I just want my images up there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, I, and I don't want to put a lot of copy and things like that, but even just a subtle thing like that. Imagine a bride, uh, and I keep going back to, to weddings, but, um, imagine a bride who's looking at over a hundred vendors over the course of like a two month period. On, on, the, on the web. They spend about two hours a day searching during their wedding planning time and they're looking at vendor after vendor and they need, they only, ha- you only have about five seconds to impress them. And your images are great and it's, I'm sure that's, it's going to be a selling point. Um, but you need to have your location and what you provide right there clear. And even like a, I recommend it, not required, but a photo of yourself just and a little bit of snippet about you because that's who they're, it's a personal relationship that you're building and you want to start off right there with, with that. Um, and, and that of course, that's just a personal recommendation. And I, and I look at conversion rates and, and I can see the analytics of over 500 different photographers we've serviced over the last, uh, two years. And that's when we look at that, when we see people that, that do that, we see higher conversion rates. We see, uh, the, the businesses thrive a little bit better, uh, and, and like that. So, I mean, it's still personal preference. I understand design aesthetics and things like that. We don't want to compromise, but, um, so that is, the same thing carries over to all the other pages, page title, meta description, and the copy need to match. Like if it's an about page, it needs to say about in, in all those three of those places um, and also include, you know, your, your target keywords for that. Nice. So there's a lot to be done. We'll make sure we get some more of this uh, information done for you guys to be able to actually see it spelled out. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about what does it look like to bring on someone to help you? Because this is something that I've done personally. This is something that I get asked a lot about in regards to working with a company. And my guess is if you've been in business, oh, I don't know, for more than like six days, your phone is probably rang or you've probably gotten an email um, you know, from Akbar who wants to do SEO for you. And this is what it is. I've gotten this phone call like literally every other day, man. And I'm, I've, I've actually got to the point where we've blocked two numbers. So anyhow, uh, there's gotta be, uh, there's gotta be some things that we kind of ask ourselves in regards to, um, when do we agree to actually work with someone and what do we look for? Okay. So that's what we're going to get to in a minute. Before we do that, I, I got to just give a, a couple quick shout outs, a couple quick thank yous, uh, if that's cool with you, Ben. Um, there's a couple companies that um, uh, sponsor us, that they support uh, the SFP podcast. And I just want to give them a, a shout out because I actually believe in them. They help us. But beyond that, we use them at Style Street Creative at, at, at the studio. And so the first one is Miller's. Miller's Lab makes, dude, I just ordered an album from them uh, two days ago and it's going to be here today which is just insane like for for it's an 80 page leather bound uh wedding album done on like you know gicle paper it's just incredible anyhow they're incredibly fast they're incredibly uh, efficient at what they do and it always looks so good i can just like drop ship it right to clients um and they just they actually like 
they give a damn. They really do. They care about, they not they don't just care about you, but they care about your clients as well. And so you guys, if you want to check out Miller's, um, they're doing 25% off their signature albums, which is insane, by the way. Uh, 25% off an album <laughs> is a lot. Use the coupon code SFP25 when using their designer. And then as well, I have to give a shout out to Tave. Tave is a CRM, uh, client relationship management software that we use. We use Tave to stay organized. Um, Tave allows us to track our leads, our clients um, in a systematic, automated way, or automated way, where we can create custom automations uh, to 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 go off for us based off of our needs. And this has been critical in regards to growing our studio and just staying sane. I think has been a huge thing. The really cool thing about Tave again is it's fully customizable for your needs, and then you can create your own automations. Or to be honest, turn them off. Like there's certain things I just don't want automated. You can do that. Um, so Tave loves you guys as well, and you can use the coupon code Six Figure Photography all capitals to get 20% off and an extra month free. Uh, so that's pretty rad. Ben, I was just talking a little bit about some of my frustrations that I was having with, uh, SEO companies calling, like literally I've had the same guy call me, dude, it's, it literally, it's been like every other day and it got to the point where I had to block his number. And so I think a lot of photographers get frustrated with, with SEO companies and, and even just frustrated trying to filter, who is spam? Who is actually going to help? Um, and and I guess just trying to weigh that stuff. And so let's say that you don't want to take on uh, your SEO on, on your own. Um, how how do you hire on someone and make sure you don't get cheated? Can I also just quickly tell you a quick story? I did actually go with one of these SEO companies. When I first started out, it was $500. Um and that was the fastest $500 I've ever spent uh, that I never saw any return on whatsoever. Um, and it, it was just, uh, it, I quickly learned at that point that I needed to be much more intentional about my decision-making process. And so how do you make sure you don't get cheated, man? Great question. And, you know, Google has some actually some documentation uh, that that covers this exact thing. And I can give you a link in the, uh, that you can put in the show notes here that it's Google's recommendations on it, basically their version of this answer. Um, and you know, one of the things that, that it covers is, uh, if someone reaches out to you and, and initiates contact, then that's a, that's a signal that maybe you shouldn't, uh, shouldn't hire them. Um, very, very, yeah, that's really good advice actually. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Exactly. So they 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 warn against people that reach out to you uh, and and cold cold call you or or reach out to you. Um, uh, and some of the questions that that they they recommend are: um, Can you show me an example of previous work and share some success stories? Um, uh, do they offer any online marketing service uh, or uh, advice to complement organic search business? And that's uh, what's your experience in the industry that you're in, and and specifically like the photography industry? Because if they've never done anything in the photography industry. They're not going to. They're not going to know. I mean, I've, like I said, we've we've helped uh, fi- you know 500 clients uh, at least over the last two years, and have gone through you know one on one with this. And we have uh, we've seen all the all the ebbs and flows of the of the of the industry. We understand the the persona of of a bride searching of a of a of a mother of a newborn of a senior. Like we we we've really researched that and we understand it going into it. 
And so that's how we, we can charge a little bit less than actually a lot of these SEO companies because we, all that research is already done and we focus on this industry. Uh, how long have you been in business? What, what are the link building techniques and, and things like that? So there's a, there's a whole article that, that, I, that, I'll, that I'll share with you guys on that. Um, one, of the, one of the key things that, that, that we look at and – uh, you know, as as I started out as an SEO in the photography industry, I, I listened to people like, well, "What are your what's your barrier to entry? Why would you not hire an SEO? Or what's what are you looking for?" And one of the things that uh, that they were looking for is, uh, and, and specifically to this industry, was they wanted to not only to have it done, but they wanted to know exactly what was going on. And they wanted to learn it a little bit. They wanted to, you know, have that teach a man to fish type of of mentality. I, I'd like to know it. And and you know what? I don't want to pay. The, the the 800 to thousand dollars per month for these that these SEO companies um, that they bill or they quote um, to to do this work I I would rather um, I'd rather not have to pay that every month and and figure out how to um, how to do it myself and so that's where what we what we did and we put together is is the way that we do it we, everything we do and everything we touch on your site uh, is we record ourselves doing the work. So we get full transparency. We have full documentation. Um, like if we're going in and changing page titles, meta description, site structure, and copy on the page or anything like that, it's in a spreadsheet. You're going to get it. You're going to approve it, and then we're going to do it. And we're going to record a video of us doing it. So Whoa, I would say sweet. if you're going to hire somebody, ask them to do that for you. <laughs> and the thing is that the SEO industry is such a cloak and dagger. You know, it's oh, I'm not going to tell you my secrets and all that stuff like that. And and I've kind of we decided to turn the table on that. And I actually get, you know, some, uh, some evil eyes from, from other SEOs that like, you're doing what, you know? Um, but we, we, we're completely, uh, our, our model is not based on getting you month after month after month. We're, we're more about education. We're about, we're about doing the heavy lifting and the hard work up front and showing it to you and teaching it to you. Cause your website's going to grow. You're going to evolve. You're going to maybe add a different style of photography that you want to, or a different, you know, you want to do add seniors as, as cause that's what happened. To my, my wife, she'd start off doing weddings cause we shortly after got married and then she started, you know, we did families and now she's doing seniors because we have a senior and that's who's, that's part of her life and that's where she's at and that's what she wants to shoot. So as, as your, as your business and your life and everything evolve, you want to have the tools and the understanding to, to be able to, to make educated decisions uh, in your business and not have to go back and pay an extra you know, thousands of dollars every time you want to like make a subtle change or, I, or need advice on something. I got a question, but I want to push back for a minute because uh, the first thought that came to mind is this. I mean, you're you are really specifically helping photographers with their SEO. Is there ever a conflict of interest in that when you have two photographers who are wanting to rank and they're competing? Right. So no, that's, a, that's a great question. And I, I get that a lot. Um, so my initial kind of kind of a joking response is, hey, there's 10 spots on page one. And if I get a 10th or 11th client in the same area, then I will uh, I'll, I'll turn them down. So, I mean, that's it's kind of like, OK, that's it's a short answer. But really um, what we what we look at is it, it kind of goes back to the story about, you know, not ranking for Dallas wedding photographer. Uh, a lot of these saturated markets and all these areas uh, that you, trying to get on page one, it, it takes time, it takes effort, it takes energy. And, I, and we talked about building an authority by highlighting these vendors and, and doing that sort of stuff. All that takes work. And what's happened is, is the people that are currently ranking on page one are the ones that are doing that work 
and it takes time and it takes effort. So I push back and say, well, if, if I have two clients, whatever one of you are willing to work harder, there's to, to actually do that work and to become, um, you know, to become the, the, the dominating one on page one, then there is, I'm, I'm going to give you both the tools and I'm not doing anything tr- secretive. I'm not doing anything that's not transparent. Um, and so both of you have an equal shot at it. And, you know, it's, it's, I'm, I'm trying to make it more, uh, like I said, more of an educational and more of a transparent thing. Um, I typically, as of right now, I, I don't have, I had I don't have more than more than three people in any one particular area. Not, not only that, but um, a lot of people are in the north part of a town or south, um, and and most people that we that we deal with are are getting plenty and all their work from an SEO perspective from these long tail type of keywords. Not being on page one for a certain uh, for a certain keyword, but for all these uh, you know all these relationships that they have. And then and in a town, you can have relationships with different people or the same people so but you're right it is a zero-sum game if everybody wins everybody loses so um you know there is there is going to be a point where i'm going to have to turn down people um that being said i mean just being completely honest you know the average photographer is only in business for you know maybe at the most like 10 years but five to 10 years and so we see a turnover uh, rate quite high. So as, as a client was in a certain area, now they're no longer in business or they've moved. And photographers relocate like crazy, too. Yeah. So uh, there's there's lots of that stuff to consider. Um, but yeah, there's there hasn't been a, a point to where I had have had an ethical issue with of uh, with having two clients in the same area. Fair. Yeah, fair. What like how how do we know as a photographer? Um, how do we measure success? How do we know what's working? Great question. So the there's you know there's Search Console, uh, which is Google's uh, sister property to Google Analytics, and which you can you can sync Google Analytics and Search Console together. Now Search Console is going to tell you uh, everything that happens before someone gets to your website, what they search, what page. Uh, what what term they search, what page you showed up on, if they clicked on you, and and that and now analytics will tell you after they get to your website, what pages that they go to. Do they actually submit a con- uh, an inquiry or or whatever? So we can actually look at um, you know with, with done properly and set up conversions on your website, we can see okay you've got you got ten inquiries this last month. We can see that, okay, five of them came from uh, a, a, some sort of referral from Facebook or some sort of relationship over there, and two of them came from Pinterest, and three of them came from, from Google. And we can actually see that that, that that number is going up. So for us, success is measured on did you get more clients? <laughs> so if you're going to spend, you know, 700, you know, 1,000 bucks or whatever uh, on, some, on some SEO, are you going to be able to book – uh, a client or two extra because to just just to make just to break even uh, and ideally what we what we say is if we want a 10x so if you're going to spend seven hundred dollars on uh, on some SEO help then you we want you to make an additional seven thousand dollars in revenue because of it so we can track that we can we know what you charge we can see what every and, and assign values to conversions and and then assign that to lead to uh, to client ratio and, and you know the cost to acquire a uh, a client, and we can break that down to a very predictive ROI on on your SEO, and we can see exactly down to the you know down to the lead how much how much it's cost and, and how much it generates. Um, 
I've, I've done SEO for some big brands. And um, the last agency I was at, uh, we we calculated, we generated over $42 million in revenue just from SEO. And when there's $40 million on the table, there is a, a high demand to really understand and and articulate and document where every little piece and everything is going. And 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 what we've kind of done with with what we're doing is we've taken that that level of sophistication and parsed it down to the photography industry because there's no one else doing that, no one else offering that level of sophistication to be able to track and measure and 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 calculate ROI on, on any type of advertising. I love it, man. This is really exciting. I think this is exciting for me because uh, I get this, these questions so often with SEO, I now have someone to refer to. So I'm, I'm like stoked that I can actually <laughs> help people. Cause before I was like, I don't know, like just try right. to find someone local, try to find that relationship. This is really cool. What's okay. What is too good to be true though? Because I think again, we're there's, there's, there's lots of SEO experts out there. We're all hearing from them. Some of us may have friends that do it. What's, when should we be a little cautious? What's too good to be true? If someone can guarantee that you that any placement on Google, if they could say I can guarantee you on place on page one for for this result, then it's it's probably too good to be true. I mean, it is too, and they they just can't do that. And you get those calls. Hey, I'm um, Akbar from I work for Google, and uh, if you pay this this much money, you will be on page one. And that is there's there's no one that works from Google that calls people and tells people that. Uh, there are people that have Google certifications and you, I mean, my 13 year old son can go get one tomorrow if he wants. And it's, it's not something that is, that separates, you know, you, uh, in, in any more than anything less. I'm, I, I have my Google certification, big deal. Um, and if, if they can also do that another, another one out there that we, that we see a lot of is you only pay if you rank hmm. and, what, there's, there's, you know, Google does warn against that, and they, they say that that is not a, um, a valid uh, SEO practice for SEO agencies to follow. And typically, the, the model what they do is, is they will, they will find a version of your keyword that is just not searched very often. Um, like for example, San Diego wedding photographer gets searched like three thousand times per month. But if you said something like, uh wedding photographers you know that live in san diego that's a keyword right people you know that that term probably only gets searched 20 times per month and it's mm -hmm. a lot easier to rank for and so they'll guarantee you like oh i'm on page one for wedding photographers that live in san diego and it's it's big deal because you're not going to get any traffic from it you're not going to get any business from it uh and so that's that's where you know a couple other things to to watch out for nice that's that's totally fair it's totally valid awesome man well, Ben, uh, is there any other thoughts you have um, before we wrap up? We've got we've unpacked so many things, and I'm I'm super excited to get these resources in people's hands. I think you've got a lot of really great content uh, that we'll make sure to get in the show notes for people. Um, but as we're wrapping up here, uh, is there an action step that maybe someone can take uh, that um, they can actually go do once they get home, once they they pull over the car, once they arrive at the office, uh, or or go down in the basement to start work? Um, what what can they do? What's one action step? 
Well, if if you're interested in in kind of taking this on yourself, um, and you want to you want to perform this this type of work uh, on your own, and 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 I'm completely all for that. Um, and and I, I and we give out tons of free information. Um, we have a fuelyourphotos.com that has a lot of that information. But one thing I would I would do is there is a Google puts out this um, this SEO you know, beginner's guide. And it's a PDF, and it has a breakdown of everything that we've talked about. Uh, and they also had this this free uh, course, and it's super simple, super easy to go through, and it's stuff that you can kind of follow along with your website open and kind of follow along through it, and be able to uh, to be able to to make your site crawlable. So that, I think that's the number one thing is just to, to register for the analytics and all that stuff, and get your site crawlable, get Google to index the pages on your website, and and to find it and see it, and and if nothing else, you can at least start tracking that kind of stuff that we talked about, um, about the position where you're ranking and then what people are doing when they're on your website and, and, and seeing all that information, um, and, and, and getting that, getting that set up. And at least so that you can have some history if you ever decide to outsource it or, you know, get really serious about it. Nice. Ben, this has been incredible, man. This has been inspiring for me. I, I actually, uh, I, SEO is really powerful, you guys. Um, yes, word of mouth. Yes, all, all of the, the relational aspect is, is key, but this is something that it's very doable. It's very accessible and it, it can change your business. It really can. And it's something too that you got to be, if you really care about your success in 2017, 2018, you can't put all your chips in one thing uh, and you can't put it all in SEO. But I also want to encourage you guys not to just rely on your word of mouth out there. There's a lot of things that you can be doing uh, in a really cost effective way uh, to leverage SEO and to start acquiring clients that way. So, Ben, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for your knowledge. Uh, incredibly well spoken. And, and uh, you've, you've, you really got this unlock. And so I'm excited to see what people do um, with this knowledge. Where can people find more about you? Uh, and what you do for everyone. Absolutely. So the best place is over at turnerwebservices.com. And uh, what you'll find over there is uh, some information about what we offer. And then also there's a place in there for a free website audit. And I personally do these. Uh, and it's usually about a, about a 10 to 15 minute video where I actually click record and I go through your website. I have some advanced tools that we use. And I show you kind of under the hood what's going on. And give you I'll give you some actionable free tips and advice on how to make those changes yourself. And, and it's just, just kind of free thing I give out there. And it's kind of that, uh, what, um, I believe it's a uh, Zig Ziglar says, if, if you, to get, to get someone, uh, to get what you want, you have to help other people get what they want. So that's, that's my, that's my marketing tool is just to give, 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 uh, in that regard. And then also over at, uh, fuelyourphotos.com. Um, that's our educational arm of turnaround services. And on there, you'll find tons of resources. We're adding new stuff every day. Uh, we've got an active YouTube channel and active Facebook group, and uh, we'd love to see everybody uh, come over there and join us. Awesome, Ben. Thank you so much, man. This has been great. Uh, and uh, I might be reaching out to you, man. We'll talk soon. <laughs> Very good. Thanks, Ben. Cheers. I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation that I had with Benjamin Turner. And I think, I think this is one of the big takeaways. It's that SEO alone is not the answer for acquiring new clients and growing your business. But I would also argue that neither is any other one sole individual marketing option. You guys, if, if you really want your business to succeed and grow and, and continue uh, to, to let you live your dream job, then my encouragement is really consider this, look into this, like pay attention to your SEO. I know it's not ex 
exciting, but start start really wrapping your head around how much this can help grow your business. That's my advice to you guys. Look, uh, I had mentioned at the very beginning of this episode that every day, at least Monday through Friday, on, on uh, the Six Figure Photography Facebook page, I go live, and I just want to invite you guys to show up to that. I go live every day, Monday through Friday, um, and, uh, and bring you guys behind the scenes just in a super candid, uh, very organic way behind the studio, style and story, creative, what's going on, help answer questions. And uh, I just want to invite you guys to come check it out. Uh, there's already over 70 episodes there for you guys. So we will see you there. If not, we'll catch you guys at episode 32 of the SFP podcast. Thank you so much, you guys. Thanks for, uh, thanks, thanks for just hanging out with me. Thanks for spending time and uh, investing into growing your own business. We'll talk soon. Cheers.